Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. Your danger silk? <laughs> Trademark. Right. You're just wearing a silk a shirt. Bad silk shirt that just says danger zone. The opposite. Yes. We're all playing down. <laughs> 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 And welcome back to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, and tonight I will be your host and DM as we continue this wacky adventure. Joining us at our table tonight, on my left, we have Massimo playing Morton Mac, a.k.a. Gorgeous Mort. Let's rock. To his left, we have James playing Hoblet, the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. To his left, Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Zach playing Parado Lincolnwoods. Fairlow D, it's me. And John playing Lord Drell the Light. Always a pleasure. So last time on the show, uh, you guys recovered after a night at Spud Slosh House. Um, puked all over a poor unsuspecting person <laughs> as they were hand, handing out some handbills. Struggled with some camels. And, and, and all, all while trying to accept the challenge of this Igor Larionov uh out in Penthill, a few miles outside of Tamasha here. Along the way, you ran into um, some Omega Project scientists chasing after a rogue air elemental. You helped them capture it and yeah. went on your way. Uh, you arrived in the town of Penthill, which is packed to the brim with adventurers of all shapes and sizes all over the place, all trying to claim Igor's prize, which is the uh, only thing that's been advertised is the item that you most desire in this world. And him being a famous inventor, you think that it could be literally anything you want. Um, you guys registered your team, uh, Team Hokov, <laughs> a.k.a. Heroes of the Kingdom of Vesh. But I don't think anyone knows. Well, some people here might know that. And Does anyone recognize our acronym? Maybe. We'll see. Uh, and, when we <laughs> and when we left off, there was, uh, you guys, like, you know, in this packed in the drunken albatross. And you saw that way in the back corner, there was a hooded figure like sitting at a like a booth that everyone was keeping a really wide berth of. No. And just, just seems to be largely ignoring. Are so, there guards? No. Maybe. maybe. You don't really... You, everyone here is wearing some sort of adventuring gear, armor, weapons. Like, everyone here is pretty fucking armed to the teeth. So, Jarrell's gonna use... You can hear their sense. armor clanking around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jarrell's going to use Divine Sense. Is it any kind of Celestial Fiend, anything like that? Celestial Fiends or Aberrations? Yeah, pretty much any, anything on, on the, like... What's the range of that? 60 feet? Yes. Within 60 feet of you, no, but this hooded figure is far away. Probably Further than 60 feet? This is a large fucking establishment. It covers two blocks. To Jarrell, people keeping their distance from this person and his, well... His knowledge of what a lot of warlocks and stuff uh-huh sit like you know i don't know this you can't you can't really tell from this distance you'd have to kind of get closer i'm gonna roll for uh intelligence to see if this guy is maybe uh some military or military or uh tactical uh <laughs> sure go ahead <laughs> uh what's an expert let's say yeah sure go ahead <laughs> Shut up, Fran. <laughs> it's a 14. You don't know. This is a hooded figure in the corner. <laughs> so can we make our way through the crowd? Yeah. Maybe see his face okay, a little bit. You cannot see his face at all. Um, is there? Is there a... Like, how hard would it be to get a drink? 
Um, <laughs> they might, it might take to, you about 10 minutes, but you can get a drink. We saw that okay. the little guy uh, walking around uh, serving people, yeah. looking all flustered. I'm just going to actually call for his attention, and I'm going to uh, see if I can uh, persuade him to only cater to our group for the rest of the evening. While he, like, here. frantically runs up to you. Yeah, what do you want? Can I, um... Oh, good sir, um... <laughs> The only people you're going to want to focus on for uh, the rest of this occasion and uh, the rest of this weekend, the rest of the time that we're here is uh, is our group here. It's uh, Team Hawkoff. We're on the Hawkoff account. Um, uh, can, we get, can we get five flagoons of ale, please? Flagoons. <laughs> 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 Love it. God damn it. <laughs> Give me a charisma check of some kind. All right. Whether it's whether it's persuasion or deception I, or I just, intimidation, self-deception. Charm, charm the shit out of this little guy. Make it deception. I should go with persuasion to plus seven. Yeah. Yeah. Persuade this. this yeah. Little, go ahead. This little fella. Oh jeez. Welcome to the heroes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one. Oh, he just kind of looks at you. He's like five flagoons. All right. <laughs> Don't wait up. And he just runs off and and continues doing whatever he was doing. Excellent. Great. You're you're convinced he's coming back with your drinks. I still feel great about my chances of, of yeah. getting my Hoblet is now staring dumbfounded mm-hmm. at this statue of David that's next to him. That <laughs> just is not very smart either. Chipper is just, to be though. Yeah, he's a good he's got a good attitude, but it's a dumbfounded look like, bro, you just cost me my beer. Like, if I would have ordered, we would have got our beers. But you're talking about flagoons. And <laughs> actually, you know what? Before he rolls away, it seems like everybody doesn't seem very confident in me. I'm going to intimidate this little fool into... He's into, already gone. Yeah, you're... I missed my opportunity. Back to work. Yeah. You felt great about it. I was just trying to, I was trying to help out my new pals here, my new travelers. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> Jarrell's going to suggest uh-huh. that we take a short rest after we just fought... Well, I mean, you're in and in. At this point, yeah. there's going to be a long rest okay. at the end of all this. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can t- you can get nope. some hit points back if you want now, yeah. since you're drinking ale. And, well, not drinking ale, but hanging well, out. Well, the competition Waiting isn't until tomorrow. Right. right. So we'll get a rest overnight. Yeah. So Hoblet's going to go take out a little side flask that he has. It's uh-huh. going to be known to, to anybody. We all knew about it. it yes. <laughs> <laughs> seriously <laughs> he's gonna seriously make his way over and uh pull up at the table right next to the hooded figure like the booth i'm just assuming that it's like a scarface booth no it, well yeah sure it is like a u, yeah like corner. a u-shaper yeah. he's got the whole corner sure there's and, gonna be a booth right next to it on the side yeah hoblet's gonna go just uh facing him okay are you like are you just making a beeline for him yep. like okay yep. Paradise. Right up, right up to the booth. Just sit in the booth, sip on my flask. Next, like in the same booth. Booth next to it. Okay. Yeah. Paradil actually just walks up to the booth. Okay. Um, Hoblet, make me a perception check. Fail. Okay, you're just watching Paradil do this thing. Paradil, what do you do? Sorry, this, cre- bud. this, 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 this figure remains <sighs> remains motionless as you approach. Well, this figure is sitting at the booth. Paradol is not just beelining. He's sort of, you know, walking through the crowd a bit and uh, is walking past the booth. And as soon as he passes the figure, he uh, sort of slows down, sort of leans in and says, Huh, some uh, stiff competition it looks like for this uh, this challenge tomorrow. The hooded figure says nothing. Doesn't even move. You got a name, friend? No answer. Jarrell, seeing Paradil talking to him now, is going to move up. Okay. Anything on Divine Sense now that I'm closer? No. Okay. Jarrell is much more comfortable now. Even though even though I had a bad perception check, can Hoblet... I, I just... I feel like from my booth, uh-huh. now we're sort of like, like a pack of... Of wildebeest, surrounding the <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, so I'm like, gonna use a, uh, I'm going to use a sorcery I'm, point to help out who, if, if you're going to go right for whatever you're going to do, help your ability check before you. Even I just want to check the crowd. 
Okay. I want to gander around and Give see. Give me an insight. As we've rolled up, is the crowd reacting to us? Reacting to us. 22. There's okay. a group of gnomes playing darts about mm, 40 feet away from you, maybe 30 feet away from you. And one of them in particular is like trying not to look over in your direction, like towards Peridil, who's talking to this like figure but is having a really hard time averting um, their eyes. And like, it almost appears like they, like, they, like they know something. Like they know something's up over there. I want to roll for perception again. No. I'm closer. <laughs> I'm so much closer. Okay, go ahead. Is, <laughs> all right. Bail. It's a seven. This looks perfectly humanoid. And perfectly just not caring about your presence at all. Okay. Hoblet will now pop over to the gnomes. Uh Uh-huh. Who are playing darts. Who are playing darts. Sure. So what's the deal with uh, that guy over in the corner? No, we don't don't, don't talk to him. Why not? Just he's weird, man. I I don't know. I'd tell your friend to stay away from him, really. No, I don't want to see no fight start up in here. We got the competition tomorrow. Uh, make me an insight check. <laughs> One. Continuing you, the tradition. You completely believe this person. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. I'll go round up my troops. Thanks for the head job, Nomi. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I'm going to go tell Peridot. Well, while you're walking over there, Peridot, I mean, this has been, it's been a few moments since like he walked over like what are you doing next to this thing are you still just standing there yep i'm just uh rocking on my heels and whistling and uh sort of uh, twiddling my thumbs behind my back uh-huh okay i'm gonna hey. go right up to the booth and uh and sit down right across from him i'm just gonna ask him <laughs> just gonna ask him uh so uh what do you know about this thing uh what do you know about igor the inventor literally no response literally no response Stonewall. It's absolutely an empty jacket. (laughs) Carl watches as Manservant starts walking in with the crate and the chest and everything. And Hans is directing him to the room. Uh Uh-huh. And I start to move back away from the group. Okay. Like, like I'm heading... Soon I'm going to head to my room. Okay. (laughs) You said there's a lot of gambling going on here? Tons of gambling. I would like to find the nearest person clacking around some dice, and I'm just going to... Ignore this this fool and yeah yeah I'm just gonna go. Paradol Paradol's lost time. patience as well. I'm just waiting for my flag once they get here and I'm gonna. Get <laughs> <laughs> are uh, are the gnomes uh, betting on the dart game? Yeah, they're betting on the dart game. All right, cool. I'm gonna go say hi to my fellow gnomes. Your gnomies? Yeah, my gnomies. They say, oh, what'd you learn from the guy? I said, <laughs> that booth over there, that's no man's land. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of them cracks a smile. God damn it. <laughs> That's a shame. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Uh, uh, Listen, we've been trying to figure that guy out for a while. Like, you you, you sure you weren't able to get anything? Not one word. Did you, like, try to poke him or something? <laughs> Are you suggesting I do? I don't know. It might, might be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Yeah. <laughs> Am I gonna pop him? <laughs> no. Roll me an insight check. He says no. Insight? Yeah. It's uh twelve. You believe them. Okay. <laughs> Fine. God damn it. Where's Hoblet? I go over to the booth and I poke him. You you go over there and poke him? (laughs) Yeah, I poke him. Yeah, a broomstick falls over and the cloak uh, crumbles into the booth. And you you hear the entire tavern burst out laughing. And then one of the gnomes walks over to a chalkboard not too far away and marks another tally on it. That's, a, that's actually what I first thought when <laughs> there was absolutely no response. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. I, go over to the, I go over to the gnomes playing uh-huh. darts. I spit on the floor and I said, let's play, let's play some fucking darts. They're like, oh, man, come on. Just take a joke. Fine. You can play darts with us, man. It was, come on, it, was, it, was, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I'm good humored as long as you can take a little spit on your fucking floor. It's not my floor. <laughs> that's great. Then you should be even better about it. Actually, is this a prank? 
Is this a prank that it looks like the gnomes themselves put it together? Put it together, or yes. was it like the whole like? But it's the gnomes that they are were the ones who orchestrated this prank. Is there a head gnome? Sure. Um, at this point, they uh, introduce themselves. Actually, how many gnomes are there? There's three of them. They introduce themselves as um, Pavel, Vasily, and Katerina. The Katerina is the one who couldn't stop like, like containing herself. Like she was actually like trying not to laugh at you. Is that's like she was like having a hard time like keeping the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like all three of them to make a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> um, only one fails, and that's uh, Pavel. Wait, what did they? They beat fourteen. Yeah, two of them. Seventeen did? and an at twenty, and then the other one was a five. Okay. Um, Hoblet's gonna make the dude pee his pants. He's gonna. Com- <laughs> he's, I'm gonna cast command. Mm-hmm. And say urinate. He <laughs> immediately urinates himself. <laughs> then Hoblets go. Ha, 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 can't you take a joke? Um, the Was other two even... gnomes immediately start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Pavel just stands there and like he he looks a little ashamed for a moment, and then he starts laughing too. And they're like, "Oh, you guys are all right. Come on." Come on over here. <laughs> And um, they start talking to you guys while like while you're playing darts and whatnot. Uh, where's everybody else? Like Zero, Jarell, um, Mort. Most ridiculous use of a third level spell slot ever <laughs> is commanding three gnomes to piss themselves in a box. <laughs> I think that's up there, man. <laughs> Audience, tell us if there's one that beats yep. that. Yep. I'm sure there is, but that was fantastic. People got wacky stories, man. All right. Mort, what are you doing while this is all going down now? Do you join them playing darts and shit? Or yeah, do I was you... popping around, you know. I'm playing some darts with them, just trying to get a little more sure. acclimated with so them yeah. here. Zero, you with them as well? Yeah. Jarrell, did you retire well. or Beep did you socialish. rejoin the group? Yeah, no. I, I after think, the laughter burst out. I think that Jarrell had his good laugh. And he's, good, he's going to go rest up for okay. tomorrow. He's planning so, out a long day. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so the rest of you, um, kind of right, just like having a conversation with these gnomes. They... Uh, you know, they, they say that they are actually apprentices at the uh, the Forge Hand, which is a blacksmithy here in town. And, um, you know, Vasily says he kind of knows a little bit about Igor and stuff like that. They kind of like slips it in conversation that like he's worked with him before. Um, and this and that. You guys are just kind of casually you know, conversing and playing darts and stuff like that. But he does mention in Drop Igor's name. Uh, Vasily seems to know the most about him compared to his uh, compatriots. What does he know? What do you ask him? Well, I ask him. <laughs> is it true that he really likes camel pot roast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time I'd, I'd work with him, he'd always, uh, we would, whenever we'd break for, for supper or for lunch or whatever, it was always camel stew, man. I, I, don't, I don't get it. A pot roast, you know, oh. whatever. So what do, you, what do you think you know about this challenge tomorrow? What should we be prepared for? Well, you know, Igor, he's a, he thinks outside the box kind of guy. He's got probably all manner of traps and puzzles and crazy weird shit in there. Mm. Uh, you know, it's designed to kind of get more difficult the further you go in. I know that for sure. Um, I remember actually building a couple of the, uh, just some of the gears and, you know, mechanisms he uses. I don't really know how they've been applied in there. You know, I, I can't really tell you too much of that, but uh, he definitely has a penchant for puzzles and illusions. That's a fact. So you guys are, uh, you guys were like, Staffing this thing, you're not taking part in the challenge? Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no meaning upon your honor, hell no, or upon your safety, hell no. A little bit of both. All right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look at all these people. Man. I mean, this guy has got, I mean, I know whatever he's offering has got to be amazing. Like, I've seen all the stuff he's made. This guy is legendary. What's he made for you? Well, he, uh, he, he kind of holds up his arm, and you notice that it's actually... The, the from his uh, elbow down it's not even an arm anymore it's actually a prosthetic like with gears and like sort of levers and stuff like that he's like well lost my arm uh, in a you know a forge accident a couple years back he made me a new one just like that this guy's amazing hmm. very impressive 
Well, you know, he used to work for the project. I mean, this guy's this guy knows what he's doing. You know, he's, Zero he's, he spent the, he spent the last decade building this freaking dungeon. Has Zero ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah Zero's it, it, heard it of him. It took me a while, but he's never um, met him. Yeah, like eventually I put it together, like um, like in the Sandlot when the oh the great Bambino. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like I just didn't have the name and the guy together, and then I did, and I felt a little embarrassed and tried not to show it. And yeah, right. now now I know, of right. course, the whole time. <laughs> so that's about all he tells you though um, do me a favor Perro just give me a straight d20 roll 1d20 that's a 4 all. is that how well you can cook that pot roast alright one more time <laughs> it's a 10 you and Katarina get into a pretty heated match of darts but you actually end up winning um, a gold piece from her one gold piece well cause you put one gold piece down I did you did now Oh, I thought you only put one gold piece down. I didn't. I said oh, I wanted was, to gamble. Never mind. Okay. Well, you won All against right. her, so you won ten gold. She showed you your boobs, her gnome boobs. Gross. You guys were playing uh, cricket, and it was pretty much it's the two of you running the board the whole time, gnome and then boobs you eventually pulled boobs. ahead. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's a friendly game. Yeah. Uh, anyone else doing anything this evening? No, Hoblet. Hoblet's gonna. He's gonna call it a night. He knows that, from what these cats have said, they seem pretty cool. They didn't mind that I made their boy piss himself. Yeah. Uh, before you guys like head off, Vasily says one more time. Though, don't forget, puzzles and illusions, man. Like, just be be ready to think outside the box. That's all I can tell you. Cool. Thank you. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, great to meet you guys. I'm glad you guys are such a good sports about the about the whole thing. Yeah. A gunning trick, my friend. Zero declined to play darts the evening as it would constitute an unfair advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they saw you and they're like, nope, nope, not this guy. Any revelry? Anything else? You guys turning in? I'm turning. Oh. In. What, what time is it at this point? Ah, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay, yeah. Paradil's definitely turning in. That's good. Good night. Yeah. Before before Paradil goes to bed, though, he's going to use, uh, I guess three hours to make a fire starter, a music box, and uh, like a clockwork rat. Okay. Sure, you do that. I like where your head's at. So you guys turn in for the evening then? Yes. For a long rest. Yep. You awake at about 5.30 in the morning to the sound of a, like a blaring horn, like a boat horn. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, I mean, and it <laughs> echoes throughout the entire village. You can hear the entire, like, hotel, like, you know, the, the like, inn, whatever, stirring. And you can hear some voices from downstairs saying, like, Adventurers, line up. Assemble your teams. You have 10 minutes. 10 minutes till we depart for the dungeon. You can hear just like a lot of shuffling of footsteps and just people like kind of just dragging themselves. Some of them dragging themselves out of bed, others more nimbly, just kind of, you know, walking down like they got a good night's sleep. You guys all pretty much rested. You guys rested pretty well. So you guys are, I think, would say pretty um, like stable, yeah. you know. Um, so you kind of do we get a suiting up montage. Why not? We're going to do the best we can today. We're going to suit up and get ready. Putting pants on montage. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> You're getting there. So, um, yeah, you guys suit up and head downstairs. You have a, a, are, I would say, assembled, right? Yep. Uh, Jarrell, as you're approaching those, one of the handlers says, they can't come with you. And he points to your retainers. I know, of course. All right. I, I, understand, really? I understand what this kind of adventure is like, and they can't go into danger. They're like puppy dogs. They like to watch him as as long as they can before he gets out yeah. the front door. Hans kind of gives you like a a long look, but doesn't say anything. And he, you know, like just like maybe a single tear <laughs> drips maybe. down his face, and he just he just says, "Be safe." A repressed oh, whimper. That's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. And then Franz just playing softly. Yeah. 
as we Strong walk away. My pain. Oh, yeah, it's just one time. Well, I was going for Kansas. Uh, I, I like that one while Hans is crying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Manservant probably completely unaffected. Yeah. Um, he does open the crate, though, and say, he just kind of points in there, like, do you need anything out of here sort of situation? You know what I mean? That's true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did pretty much put everything in there. So I mean, I can, I'll, I'll say that you, I mean, it's still the, the, what's in what my, your carry weight yeah. is, so you just end up having to take that on a backpack or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways. So, um, the handlers begin ushering everybody out. There's like a whole bunch of them, you know, uh, it's mostly like gnomes, some humans, a couple of dwarves that kind of just leading people towards the, um, like, you know, like towards like the outside of town where there's this sort of like large hill and like a giant mechanism on top of the hill. And it, you, you know, you guys are kind of probably about in the middle of the pack, like in the middle of the line. It kind of splits off into, um, you know, a couple of lines that are sort of converging now to one point up the hill. And you can hear as you're getting closer and going up the hill, like some the sounds of people going like "wee" or "ah," but you can't really tell where they're coming from. Wait, did mm-hmm. they, we let toast off of the ship? Uh, no, you you would have recognized that one. You would have recognized that one. It did not sound like toast. Um, and uh, as you can see that like as you're getting up the hill, there also appears to be some sort of like illusory hologram of Igor himself, like talking to the crowd. And he's, you know, welcoming you. He's like, you know, welcome, welcome to my first challenge. I am so glad you could all be here. Igor's a, uh, what race is he? A uh, gnome. Okay. Uh, you hear some of the... He's, he starts like, going over some of the rules. He's like, the rules are simple. Do not attack any of the dungeon's inhabitants. They are all my friends or my trained beasts. Even the ones that appear violent are not. And any violence towards any of them will result in disqualification. Hoblet mutters under his breath. Shit. If you fail, you cannot enter again. The first one to the finish wins. And finally, and most importantly, leave your sentimental or valuable items at the tavern and bring only the things you absolutely need because I cannot guarantee the safety of anything you bring in here. Okay. He says, this dungeon, while non-lethal, is extremely dangerous and items are very likely to be lost or destroyed during this challenge. As this is being said, I immediately unclip Joseph the Just's sorry you unclip it well i i, I like unsheath you know like unsheath it take it off i i guess it's i guess it's slung over my back okay so I, there's a clasp in the front that i undo okay it slides off and i just kind of like underhead not even making it like obvious because i'm not sure that i want everyone to know but i'm definitely just trying to pass it off to hans i'm like gonna slowly walk away Eventually, you're gonna leave the sword with no. Hans. Yeah, I know. I know in my head that I'm not taking the sword in. Okay. Yeah. Zero excuses himself briefly to uh, wreck the wreck the uh, both crossbows. He will, however, leave the pistol attached to the small of his back under his lab coat. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? Like leaving shit behind? You guys going in with everything you got? Full. Sounds Nelson. good. <laughs> Even with Trixie, you might, Fuck yeah. you might break Trixie and never. Hoblet will dive down the pit sure. after Trixie. <laughs> yeah, true. So you guys kind of had to move back in the line a little bit to make that happen. So you, you've, you've eventually made your way to the, um, <clears throat> the nearest entrance, right? Um, it appears to be like some sort of mechanism that's on the top of this like gigantic hill that leads like that, that there's like a slide that goes down into like this mount, like this sort of hill mountain situation. A mechanical slide. Well, give me. Uh, let's see. Who would be the who's who's in this line? Who's at the front of you guys? I say I take the uh, the initiative there. How long and, uh, is and, the slide? And try to lead the pack. Well, that's what I'm asking here. So, Massimo, or Mort, you're at the front of the pack. Correct. Mort, make me a perception check. Sure. Twenty. Nice. Okay, you can see that down this slide, about twenty feet down there, this mechanism that's turning up at the top appears to be con- like putting different shoots 
you know, like different, almost like, you know, you have to kind of time it to get into the shoot or you have no idea. You might go somewhere different. You're not entirely sure, but it's kind of rotating through a set of different shoots. Okay. So it's like the Donkey Kong barrels from back in the day. Like, you have to like <laughs> jump in them at the right, right time. Yeah, I guess you can look at it that way. Or yeah. Else you're doomed. Can you see that there's like impending doom if you miss like any one of these like chambers? No, no, no. It's kind of, oh. they're, they're pitched so that you will go down one okay, of them. No it's just what, depends on which one you fall down. Correct. Is there anything to distinguish them? Uh, no, it does not appear so. Okay. So this is just seems like it's a crap 20 thing, feet right? down. 20 feet down. And is there something that's like going back and forth? It's like a rotating, it's rotating door that opens into different. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's moving in a predictable manner. Correct. Okay. No matter what, you're going down one of the shoots. It just depends on which one you end up going down. Darryl this is the up. only time that I would Our... like to have Felix so he could use that little fucking... Right. Essentially, the Hold way on. this is going to work... I have an idea. When you jump in, each of you is going to roll 1d6, and based on that roll, I'm going to tell you where you land. Oh. Okay. Can we throw somebody behind us, in front of us, down this thing, and see where they end up? Oh, you've, you've watched, you've watched tons, tons of people. People, people are going tons of people going down. <laughs> yeah. So really, <laughs> I was just going to say, Right. <clears throat> Paradil jumps in. Okay, uh, roll me a d6. Five. Okay. Um, everybody else, Gwen. Yep, diving in. I got uh, six. Three. One. Three. Hot looking at the okay. with each other here. So, you better. Zero. You end up by yourself. Shit's <laughs> Hoblet and Mort end up together, and Paradil and Jarell end up together. Nice. So I'm gonna start with zero. The room that um, the room that you enter into is a small, simple one containing only one door opposite uh, where you slid in. And there appears to be what almost looks like a circus-style si- circus strength test in this room. Like it's got like a, you know, like a little mallet, like a, like, a, like a mallet, right? And then like a pressure plate, a slide that goes up to a bell. <laughs> mallet. It's like one of those carnival games. <laughs> How manly. That's awesome. And door at the other end of the room. Come on, okay. zero. Yeah. It, You're the big man of this show. <laughs> um, I would like to do an investigation check on it first. On yep. what? To on the thing to okay. see does it do what it uh, looks like it's supposed to do or. Let's see. It's not going to be a lot. It's going to be um, a f- four. I mean, it looks yeah. like a circus style right. strength test. I'm gonna grab the mallet and whack it then. Go ahead. Give me a strength check or uh, athletics check. Excuse me. plus five is 18. Yeah, you heave this thing, it smashes into the bell, Yeah. and the door at the ep- opposite end of the hall opens. I shrug and walk through the door, sure, leaving upon, the mallet behind. Upon opening the door, there is a T-intersection with an alcove at the apex containing one potion of healing labeled. You can go either left or right. So uh, it goes down the hall, and then there's a left, right, and an alcove <laughs> at the end? Yeah, like in the T-intersection is the alcove with the potion of healing. Okay. Do you choose to go left or right? Um, I'm going to choose to go right, and I'm going to leave the potion there. You're going to leave the potion there? Yes. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to the Morton Hoblet group. God bless America. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that is. The two of you see a room of full of what appear to be mirrors. Wait, wait. It, what? What does Mort's uh, tank top say today? That's true. I never asked you. Are you wearing a different tank top today? Or what are you wearing today? Yeah. Well, <laughs> when we rolled into uh, in, into town here, I was wearing my my adventuring silk. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Now this is my uh... your danger silk. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. Right. You're just wearing a silk it's a shirt. It's a silk shirt that just says danger zone. The opposite. <laughs> We're <world> playing down. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so. <laughs> So, Mord and Hoblet, this room that you're in appears to be uh, full of mirrors, and it's clearly a mirror maze. Um, you guys need oh, to be God. able to navigate the maze, so one of you, with the help of the other, 
For one of you, each of you will have to make a perception check to figure out. Um, you're putting two bowls in a shot. If you're shop. walking through <laughs> here properly. Yeah, what are you gonna do? There's nothing. There's nothing that we can't do. Okay, what do you got, Mort? 18. What do you got, Hoblet? Eight. <laughs> Can I, uh, I'm actually gonna help them. Uh, no, no, you know what? That's probably not necessary. You don't think so? Oh, you know what? Let's do it. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're about> that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm gonna. Can I use tides of chaos? On you sure right can. I haven't said the result, yeah, so. I'm use a sorcery point to use uh, tides of chaos to help. Does tides of chaos require a sorcery point? I think it's just once per once per oh, long once rest per or long when rest wild or magic when, okay. triggers. Right, I see. I see. So, I so you give him advantage. Use, yeah, I'm gonna give him an advantage on that. All right. Yeah. You get advantage. Roll one more time. Thirteen. Um, you kind of like almost bend reality to prevent him from walking into one of the mirrors, and you guys both finally make your way to the door out of this room. Okay. Um, it's an unlocked door. It swings open. You kind of hear like a, some like like party poppers. You know what I mean? Not party poppers. Like those party blowers. Yeah, like party. A right. Yeah, like kind of like like you know, and like some confetti go down and your balloon. You know, there's a there's a T intersection, again, okay. uh, similar to the one that well you don't know that but the zero saw, and at the in the in an alcove at the apex of this T intersection is a potion of climbing labeled. Um, I am going to leave Hobbit to his own devices on this one. I'm just going to turn left. I'm going to advise him that he comes with me. Um, yep, but I'm grabbing that. I will follow my lead. Oh, you're going to grab the potion. Yep. Okay, you have a potion of climbing. Okay, we're going to go on to the Paradil and Jarell group. Where do we end up? The room that you fall into opens up into a massive chasm in the mountain. Oh, Lord. A look down reveals that the chasm tapers off into a slide to the loser's room. It's actually flashing and labeled loser's room. Oh, we picked the wrong one. Um, the only bridge across this chasm is a narrow yet heavy plank of wood balanced on a pivot in the center of the chasm, which is essentially, essentially making it a massive seesaw. How are your athletics, sir? Wonderful. All right. So I would say that to cross it, you'd probably need to make an acrobatics check, mm -hmm. but someone could use athletics to hold the bridge still for someone else to cross. Oh, my athletics are not so great, actually. My acrobatics are not good. You're <laughs> my set. acrobatics You're are I am set. I will use my athletics to actually. hold it. For him. So for him. Actually. Now, I was thinking uh, athletics would be a dexterity thing. No. Strength. No. Strength thing. Yeah, so... I'm going to use athletics, and you cross it, and we'll see what happens. So go ahead and make the athletics check. That's a 19. Okay, you're, Peridot, you're able to cross with his assistance. No okay. roll necessary. Okay. Um, and you've made it to the other side where there is a door. Okay. Um, what are you doing now, Jarrell? Or Peridot? So there's a door now. Well, we're on, yeah, on the other side where he is. You're still um, on the one side. Can I help him from the other side? You would have to make an athletics to hold the... Like a strength check, essentially, to make to hold this thing still. Okay. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, yeah, you actually managed to keep it stable long enough for Jarrell to cross. Okay. Awesome. All right, fist bump. Go team. The door, <laughs> the door swings open again. Another like. Yay! Yeah. Right. Did I get? I got the hooray going out of my door as well, right? Yeah. Okay. I just thought of it later, so. <laughs> no, you right. just got the hip hip. Um, like, wait a minute, I don't want to be this, on my hoorays. Right. This make goes sure I didn't to do something wrong. Right. This goes to a T intersection with an alcove at the apex containing one potion of animal friendship labeled. And it goes left and right. I immediately hand you the potion for animal handling. Animal friendship. Animal friendship. And there you can either go left or right. Um, even left, odd right. Sure. Odd right. Okay. We're going to go back to zero. Chasm. And that got a potion of... Animal friendship. Animal friendship. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so I went to Come here, little goat. Yeah. So you I went, went to the right, right from yes. uh, the potion of healing. Right. Um, the there's a there's a closed door. Okay. Do you open it up? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, this room actually is a large cave with a swamp that is clearly bubbling with acid. You know that it would be exceptionally painful to wade through it. Fortunately, somewhere in the middle, you can see that there is a uh, a clean-looking catobulpus. <laughs> now, what a catobulpus is, it looks like a fucking gigantic, like, camel giraffe with, like, a club tail. And it's just like, it... it uh, actually, I'll have you, have you roll me a, maybe a history check to see what you know about him. All right. Or, or, or I'll give you nature as well. Plus, uh, let's see, a 14 is the best I got there. Yeah, well, with a 14, you know that these things kind of, like, like swamps are their natural habitat. They are resistant to acid. In fact, like, they, like if you're anywhere within 10 feet of them, they smell like absolute garbage. Yeah. But this thing is totally cool and can survive in this acid. You think that you might be able to, if... Your animal handling was good enough. Yeah. Convince it to ferry you across. That's what I was thinking. Okay, I'm going to leave this room for now, turn okay. around, and go the other way down that hallway. Sure. Yep, there is another door. All right. And if it is still my turn, I will open that doorway. Yes. Uh, this room is dark when you open it. Okay. Like, you can't see into it at all. And you're still standing outside the threshold of the doorway. Okay, and I cannot see into it at all. No. Nope. And... Of course. Um, and it's dead silent in there. Which must mean it's magical darkness. That is correct. Because we all have. <laughs> um, what is it? What do you all have? Huh? What I do think, well, all check. the rest of you have? Zero doesn't have dark vision? It's never come up before. Oh, what? shit. Zero doesn't have dark vision. I think, I think that's come up before. Only 40-some episodes in. Wow. I'm pretty well, positive that anyways, has come up before. Anyways, zero. Yeah, it's completely dark in there and silent. You're still standing outside the threshold of the door. Zero is going to take a torch out of his backpack, mm -hmm. light it, mm -hmm. and toss it into the room. As it crosses the threshold of the room, you cannot see the torch anymore. That's some magical <laughs> fucking darkness, just dog. Into the, like, okay. It just Try disappears it again. into the darkness. All right. I, <laughs> Try it again. moving Maybe the rest the of one. me in, just stick in my head. The moment you do, you feel something push you the rest of the way in, oh. and all of a sudden, all the lights go on in here, and pounding techno music starts playing. <laughs> like, right. Mannequins on tracks begin just flying around, <laughs> yes, like a dance floor, and you can see that there's like a like the, like the, the there's like little squares lit up on the dance floor that seem to be making some kind of pattern from one side of the room like to the floor. other where there is a door to exit. There's okay. a fake, is there a fake? Dance your way to freedom. Is there a fake? <laughs> you will need to make me. Zero's got the head twitch going in here. Now, you do not have, you, you are not proficient in performance, correct? No, I am not. I do not think so. Is there a fake like mechanical DJ in here anywhere? The hydraulic pistons <laughs> All right, in order to find the proper way across, you must make me Either an investigation. Well, actually, you just make me an investigation check to figure out if you know how to get across. Okay. It's going to be an eight. An eight? You think you know the pattern? You can definitely see that there's some kind of pattern that's leading you across. You feel pretty confident, so you take a step forward. Sure. Um, and you realize very quickly that this was the wrong way forward and you yeah. must now make me a dexterity saving throw all right or you fall into the darkness it's a 14. okay you just make it before you fall into a pit leading to the loser's room Woo. and Wait, does that mean he fell into the loser's no. does that mean no. he actually did Narrowly he almost did oh, just okay. missed. uh and you reach the exit door, which pops open. Some more confetti flies out. Right. Yippee! Okay. Yippee! And there is another T intersection. 
Okay. Am I come? Uh, would I be coming from the bottom of the T, or am I coming from the side? You've of kind the of tea? been like splitting off, going straight, splitting off, going straight. You know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of like left, right. Like you know, it's it's always kind of making right angles. Okay. You know what I mean? So like All when right. you enter this room, you turn like after you turned left, you turned right to enter the door and going straight in. So zero at the at this T intersection, it goes left and right, and at the apex there is a um, alcove that contains one potion of growth, labeled. Okay. I don't know, but I'm going to take this one. Okay. I I was thinking if these were laid out in maybe a circle or something like that, that we could mark our way with them. But Do you go left or right? Um, much like any labyrinth, I'm going to keep going right. I'm going to keep following the right-hand wall. Okay. If I can. We're going to move on to uh, Mort and Hoblet. Where are they now? Stay so close. You guys went left. Pretty boy. And there is a door. Thank we you for the compliment. Do you open the door? Yes, of course. This uh, opens up into a large, well-built room that appears quite fancy. The walls are painted and covered in golden designs and that would suit the interior of a noble household. It appears to be completely empty. I am famished. Let's see if there's anything to eat in here. Okay, you guys walk in. Yep. It appears to be completely empty. No exit door? Uh, you don't actually see an exit door, no. Hmm. Uh, can we turn around and go out the way we came in? Or? Yes. Mm, all right. What's in this room? Just tables? And it's, no, empty. Completely it's empty. It's literally just a, it's a well-built room that looks fancy. Like The walls are painted. There's golden designs all over the place. But there's no furniture. It's completely empty. How big is it? I don't know. We'll say 30 by 30. I'm just going to take a stroll around the walls. Okay. I feel like I've left too many doors in the walls Uh before. So I'm going to door in the wall look. All right. So give me... um, I'm going to (laughs) say... An investigation check. 15. Um, yeah, the far wall is uh, an illusion. You can actually walk straight through it. Do you um, do that? Um, I'm going to call him. Hey, Mort, come over here. Okay. I'm going to walk through, and uh, I have um, a... Uh... Hoblet is going to convince Mort. Like, I want to tie a rope around my waist send more through oh, okay do that whole thing again <laughs> yeah what do you <laughs> say to that go-to. i say absolutely not we call that the poltergeist maneuver okay. you won't tell me what to i do. just nat 20 my persuasion Ooh. of course he did yeah, okay you roll me an insight an insight if you huh? get a nat 20 you roll off that's good so really you need a nat 20. oh, oh boy okay oh. so he's convinced you <laughs> to do it go for it watch You'll right. be you'll be fine, friend. I just you, I'm a better anchor than you. So you he, the rope gets tied to you more, and you forge on ahead. Okay. Beyond the wall, there yeah. appears to be a door. I see. Nothing happens to him. Still empty. Can he hear just, me? Yeah, you can hear you. Okay. How is it in there? <laughs> it's empty. It's quite empty in here. Okay, Hablet's <laughs> just gonna walk through there. Yeah. But still maintain being tied. There is just there is a door. All right. I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to go kick this door right open. Is the door more than 50 feet away? No, it's about 20 feet away. Okay. Actually, you know what? Without opening it, I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to use Mage Hand and just try to pop Sure. It opens up into complete darkness. Okay. I have dark vision. How far away is You it? see nothing I in see there. nothing. Complete darkness. That complete darkness. It's magical darkness. It's magical. Obviously, a torch isn't going to work on that sucker. That already. Obviously, nothing that can hurt anything that we can throw through here. What do I have on my person? I can just I give a nice one. toss. How close are we to the door? 20 feet. I'm going to persuade Hoblet to run through <laughs> the door <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. while I am his anchor this time. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. So he's going to be the weight. Give me an insight check. <laughs> I just want to see what happens to him when he walks in. Okay. I'm going to give you... Hold on, you hold on. I got, I got a lot of persuasion here, guys. Go That's for a, it. 11. Okay. 
I would like to, instead of giving you an insight check, give you a strength check as Hoblet picks the rope up <laughs> and just slings <laughs> more <laughs> forward towards the door. Please do that. If that beats his persuasion. It does not. It does not. Hoblet loses. You you go to like tug it, but then you're like, you're having a tug of war in here now. You're like, maybe I shouldn't do it to this guy. You have a change of heart. You don't really give it to you all. So I will just, I'll head in. Still tied to Mort. Okay. You immediately begin to fall. And Mort, now you need to make a strength save. Oh, a strength (laughs) save. Fucking asshole. Yeah, that's exactly what I expected to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be rough. Right. This is why. No, no. I was against this idea from the beginning. (laughs) Ooh. No, nine. No. You both fall down this hole. And as you fall, you, you guys fall for a little while, but like eventually it kind of begins to taper off and slow you down. And then you pop out a chute and uh, a bunch of confetti flies out. And you're in a room with full of a bunch of other adventurers. You see a big sign that says loser's room. There's some, there's some cake. There appear to be other refreshments around as well. There's some really kick-ass, like, like, um, like bossa nova music playing right now. And uh, you're just kind of now at this point mingling with a bunch of other adventurers. Wait a second. Do I still have an action to take? I mean, that's you're in the loser's room. Uh, now. I'm in the loser's fuck no, room. Mort. No way. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut back to you every now and again. <laughs> Eating pizza. Just make a note. Mort, Hoblet. In the loser's room. Loser's room. What would you have done in that situation? Don't talk to me, Mort. (laughs) It's okay, pal. Don't. They got cake in here. Hoblet goes and grabs two pieces of cake and sits there by himself. Peridil and Jarrell had to go right. Yeah, that's right. Um, There is a door. All right, all right, all right. Um, You can actually, as you're approaching the door, I should say, um, you can see, smell, and hear quite clearly that something living is up ahead, like within this room. There's like the the door is like creaked open. You can tell that there's something in there. I would need either one of you to give me a nature check. Uh, let me go for it. You have, That's you a, have the, the I have a potion, but I can't apply that to a check. Can I? Can so I they, apply? Can I take the potion before I apply that to a check? An up? Well, I mean, you kind of already made the check before taking the yep, potion. So right. Well, we know now. Uh, okay. I don't know what it is. It's something in there. The result of the check is a seven. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah, you have no idea what's in there. Jarrell, would you like to give it a shot? Do I, I, I sense that there's something in there? Yes, you know that there's something alive in there. 17. Uh, yeah, this this smells like basilisks. This oh. smells like a pack of basilisks. What are those again? <laughs> um, they're like lizard, like lizard oh, crocodile creatures that if you look into their, if you gaze into their eyes, you will be petrified. Okay. Great, great. Well, um, how much of that animal handling do you want to drink? <laughs> well, only one of you can imbibe right. the full potion. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, do you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? What's, do you have any hand, animal handling? I do. Uh, plus one animal you handling and plus three nature. Okay. I take the animal friendship buddy potion to make animals my watch. buddy pals. <laughs> so the way that this works. Gross. <laughs> I'm gonna make friends with the animals. This, this and I'm quick, gonna yeah. watch. Quick, yeah. This uh, this spell allows you to convince a beast within range, which is thirty feet, that you mean it no harm. So you choose a beast that you can see within range, and it must see and hear you. Um, if these beasts' intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, it must succeed on a wisdom save or be charmed by you for the duration of the spell, which is twenty-four hours. 
Ooh, 24 hours you get to use If you or one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends, but you only get to use it on one creature. Okay. Oh. That sucks. You gotta pick, pick the spell. alpha. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I have thieves' tools. I'm gonna use my mirror on the end of a stick uh -huh. to see around the corner of the door to get a good layout of the room ahead. Okay. Sure. Um. <laughs> it's really fun. So this room appears to. I mean, they just—they they appear to be pretty docile. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just kind of chilling there. But you know that their gaze is very dangerous. Like you'd probably need to like be really good about walking through here without, um, like you know, tripping yourself up or like accidentally looking at them. Mm -hmm. um, or if you just ran through really fast, you might be able to resist, you know, anything that they do. Mm -hmm. But that might be the best way forward. I don't think charming. You don't think that charming one of them is going to help you very much because there's they're, they're all they're all there's three of them in here. Okay. Um, how long is the room? And what sort of... How 40, many exits do we have to work with it's here? straight ahead, 40 feet. Okay. It's 20 feet wide. We can see the door already. The basilisks, are, basilisks appear to be in like almost like pens, like small pens. Okay. And they're just sitting there pretty docile. They're in pens? Pens. Okay, like, so it's not yeah. just an open room with three basilisks just, Correct. like, chilling. Yeah, they're just... But they're just chilling. Okay. Um, just don't look at them. Jarrell. Jarrell. I'm going to timidly open this door. Okay. I describe to him what's inside. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I creak open the door ever so slowly. Uh-huh. Looking straight down at the floor. Or can I look at that mirror that I have to sort of continually survey the room without the basilisks uh, sort of like casting their... I'm going to say essentially you would need to make a, a successful per perception... Check, okay. we're going to call it, to navigate through the room without, while averting your gaze. Okay. Okay. So what happens after I creak open the door? Uh, nothing. I mean, they, they, they're they still sitting there pretty uh, docile. Okay. Let's go. And we got to make it across the room. Wait, why did you suggest I shouldn't try to charm one of these animals? Because they're already docile. Okay. They're not doing anything. Yeah. And you'd okay. have to look at it and talk to it to charm right. it, there's still two others that would what, be wait, unaffected. Yeah. What happens if I look at it? If you meet if you lock its gate meet its gaze, you are petrified. Okay. Like like so turn to stone like petrified. Like if, even if I friend afraid. it. Yes. Okay. Like it's that's just what basilisks do. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <Jarell. laughs> let's uh let's get on out of here. Okay, so perception check? Perception check to navigate the room. Can I just follow him? Yeah, You're gonna have to make your own check. On to my coattail. <laughs> Isn't he? Sure, but no, he still has well, to make his own 14. check. Not bad. Yeah, I got the You're 14 too. I also got a 14. You also got a 14? Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Uh, both of you begin to lose your balance as you realize that this room is also full of pit traps. Oh. That you did not see. Because you needed a 15. Wow. Um. And now both of you must make dexterity saving throws to not fall into them. Oof. I got a five. Oh, boy. And Zach, or Peridil. Ooh. 19. You get right out of there. Jarrell falls down a pit. <laughs> what, what could possibly be at the end of this pit? You fall, and you fall, and the slide tapers off, and then you fly out of a chute. Into a ball pit? <laughs> into, into a ball pit in the loser's room. You see that a little kid rides down a slide next to me. Yeah, you see that Hoblet. And there were two. You yep. see Hoblet and Mort are also hanging out in here. Nope, no vault. Well, they might be in the same room. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm desperately okay. trying to convince Hoblet to share a piece of cake with me so we can quit being mad. Hey, bud. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's not gonna happen today, Mort. Jar I got this cake for you, man. Jarrell goes and sits down. And uh -huh. someone brings him a piece of cake and puts a little party hat on him. Yes. And then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks miserable. <laughs> this is the saddest day of all I'm of also days. gonna take one of those party hats and try to put it on Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Two down, three down already. Yeah. 
Um, do I have time to do something? Yeah, go ahead. What do you want to do? Well, we've cut to you guys. I got a potion of climbing. Uh huh. And I think I'm gonna drink it and try to climb back in. I mean, go, that would be try. very literally thinking out of the outside of the outside box. Of the box. Can we tie a rope around him? Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> are still tied together nope. with this rope. We can't get it off. Oh, you're oh. still stuck together. We are Hoblet has burned the rope that's connecting the and two. And I'm going to take my rope out and try to lasso him again when he takes it. This one he takes okay. Um, sure, you can try that. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to drink the potion of climbing. Uh-huh. Uh, and try to climb back up the chute. Yes, and try to climb back up into the... There are many chutes in here. Doesn't matter. I just want to get to the top. Are you picking the same one that you fell down? No, or fuck are you that. Going... I couldn't get through it the first time. Okay, so you're picking a random chute. A random chute. Oh, God. Huh. Are we lassoed? No. <laughs> All of a sudden, Sorry. a torrent of hot lava fills the loser's room. <laughs> <laughs> you take 17 burning damage. Um, <laughs> sure, you start climbing up a chute. And we'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> Paradil, I want to just quickly wrap yeah. up what you see. Right. You make it to the door. Yeah. You open the door. Yes. There is a T intersection. Okay. At the alcove, at the end, mm-hmm. there is a apex. Or sorry, there is an alcove. You know, in the apex that has a potion of cold resistance labeled. Okay. Wait, there's a T intersection? Yeah, another T intersection and another potion. This one is a potion of cold okay. resistance. Okay. You can go left or right. Alright. Um, give me a second. Go right. Keep going right. Go left. Go long. Hashtag turn around. Build your own road. <laughs> Just go back where you can. Hashtag, hashtag. I go left. And I take the potion. Okay. Hashtag you go left. King of hashtags. Kids still out there. So, <laughs> and uh, just to be clear, I already oh. drank the animal friendship potion, and that lasts for 24 hours, right? You didn't use it yet. You haven't used it yet. Well, I so thought I already drank it. Drank yeah, it. but I'm saying okay. you haven't used the right, ability right, right. yet. So, right, okay. I would say that, sure, why not? You have the effect lasting for a while. You still haven't tried the charm an animal yet. Right. So, okay. Um, and cold resistance potion is what I have. Correct. In my hands now. Okay. Yep. So where do I? What am I? You climb up a chute. <laughs> you make it back up. I watch him. Uh. And as you get to the top of the chute, you see that this room is like almost like a really long corridor. You see another group of adventurers in here. All of a sudden, you hear. Over the loudspeakers, no re-entry. You were warned. And the entire room fills with electricity. And you and the three adventurers in here are all going to make uh, constitution saving throws. What's that? That doesn't look good. Stop it. You take 18 lightning damage, and you fall back down the chute into the loser's room. We gave him ideas. A puff of confetti, (laughs) and another, yay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go walk over to him. And and you're you're looking a bit, the hair stood on end, and then you see a couple security guards enter the loser's room, and they're like, okay, buddy, come with us. Can't blame me for trying, can you? Yeah, they hoist you off. Okay. So now he's not even in the room with us. Not even a loser. He's a sub loser now. What? Where does he? Where does he go after that? We'll find out (laughs) next time. At this point, Jarrell takes a piece with the fork of the cake and watches Hoblet get escorted out and eat some of the cake. (laughs) So just to be clear, (laughs) zero. And Paradil are the only two are still in remaining in the competition. Mort and Jarrell are, are in, in the, the losers, losers' room, and you are and Hoblet just boisterous. got taken away. Yes, like the drunk fan at a football game. Correct. Okay. 
And we'll find out what happens next time on Hapless Heroes. What? I know. Come on, just a couple more rooms. So, given the groans, I can tell you guys are really into this, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you guys all for listening to the show. I hope you're as excited as I am to continue this awesome adventure. If you really, really like what you heard, you can find us on the social media websites. We're at Hapless Heroes on Twitter. You can just search us for you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Reddit as well. We have a subreddit. Uh, we have a whole bunch of fun information about the show on there. And, uh, you know, we'd love for you to hit us up. We also have just, you know, if you want to just, you're not a social media person, you want to just talk to us, you can also email us. We're haplessheroes at gmail.com. If you really, really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service for choice. Every review like that helps us grow in the ranks. You guys have probably heard me say this spiel over and over again at this point. So just please, if you haven't left one already, do please do it. We want to know what you think about the show. And uh, last but not least, we have our Patreon account. Patreon account. If you guys feel like we're worth your hard-earned dollars, completely like uh, obligatory. You do not have to actually do it. Like we're just, I mean, this is a free show we're putting out. But, you know, those hard-earned dollars go towards uh, feeding us hungry nerds every single time we get together. So, yeah, that's just uh, patreon.com slash heroes. Check it out. We have some fun rewards. And if you love us, I mean really love us, you should send us a quart of your favorite soup or stew. You know, maybe a little cornbread on the side. Maybe a little, like, real nice, like, oily crostinis. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Fran? Uh-huh. Fran knows exactly what I'm talking Wouldn't that be delicious? That'd be delicious. Next time we record, have some soup with some nice bread. We're asking for food now. I want it. <laughs> Isn't that literally what the Patreon is for? Yeah. Yeah, now we're just literally like begging for food. Yeah, if they love us, cut send out the us, mailman. Send us some real nice a soup. <laughs> <laughs> Raining it back in. I'm going to go ahead and outro our party. To my left, Massimo playing Mort. Yeah, I got uh, free drink tickets for the losers room here. Uh, ladies and warlocks drink for free. Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice knowing you guys. All the drinks are free. James playing Hoblet, the Smasher. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Yes, but you're also not winning. Zach playing Paradolink and <laughs> I'm stopping this episode under protest. <laughs> And John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. This time it was less of a pleasure. And I'm Francesco. <laughs> I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where we continue this little fun house kind of a dungeon here. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. See ya. Goodbye. So long now. Bye. <laughs>